Sociedad or something. Yeah. And the Liverpool one was was televised. I remember watching it. And uh, but yeah, it was a joke. It was a joke. But yeah, we're back. And Premier Pep Talk. The main event is always Premier League, and that is back this weekend. But first, we got to recap the World Cup. Excellent, excellent Sunday. Waking up 10 a.m. to one of the best games I've ever seen in any sport. Just had all the stakes. Lionel Messi trying to get his first World Cup. Mbappe coming out party. Another coming out party because he came out in the 2018 World Cup. But this was a this was a, another performance that just cemented his fate as probably the best in the game right now. Um, three goals from him. Hat trick. Really impressive, impressive stuff. And, yeah, it just was a game that had literally everything. Dramatic penalty kicks. Emmy Martinez troll. Um, <laughs> you know, penalty kicks, uh, handballs. We had uh, fouls in the box. We had a uh, worldy goal from Mbappe. A beautiful team goal for the second goal for Argentina that Di Maria scored. I mean, you had everything in that game, and uh, yeah, I'm still excited from it. I know we were texting the whole game, so I know you watched the whole thing, and you kind of felt the same, but yeah, take us through. Um, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this World Cup up, because I'm ready for Premier League. World Cup was great and everything, but let's get back to business. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's It was a good break. It was good to see beautiful football played, and um Storylines, right? Two Americans here starting a pod, talking about soccer. We call it soccer. And we love stories, right? That's our country eats that up. Um, and the messy story was was something written before the damn thing started. And go and behold, he gets everything that he needed to just complete that beautiful resume. Um, the argument's over. I don't know if anyone can fight that with a reasonable sound logical argument um everyone knows what debate i'm talking about i don't even know if we should even bring up the r word uh, i just think we should just really focus because if we're recapping the world cup there's no reason to say that r word there's no reason to say that person's name Lionel messi is clear um by miles uh he affect affected every single match he scored in every single knockout uh, I told myself during the game as we were texting, but I got a question about maybe right after the first goal that Mbappe scored. Now he scored like back, it was back to back within like two minutes of each other. So it was really close, but I can actually tell you definitively because this person kept egging me on. So first goal happens and the message comes into me. What does this do to Messi's legacy if they bottle this. Who said that? I don't want to give up names. I'm just, it's a listener. Names. A listener? Oh, okay, okay. Listener. I think you meant like a, like a pundit or a top. No, no, not a pundit. Okay, okay. No, so, so this person sends me a text message and flat out says the question's right there. What is this due to Messi's legacy if they bottle this? And I had a simple response. I wasn't aware Messi played defense. It's really simple for me. And we do this to every great. Football is the rare sport where they can get in defensively. But if you look at some of the better players, there's a bit of a sticking around and dropping 
to their position and what they do. Messi couldn't have done anything about Mbappe's greatness to tie that game, okay? You alluded to it, a coming out party part two, because we've already seen what this guy is capable of doing. And I mean, there's no question in four years from now, the man is going to probably break the World Cup record for goals. I mean, Klosov has 16, and he's already he's, at 12. He's like five off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's definitely stupid. breaking that. It's I just mean, stupid. just give him the record now. Yeah, exactly. So and that was my response. For the next World Cup, they're adding more teams. So you're going to get even more group games where you're playing trash. Like Republic of Ireland might be playing France in the group stage. He might break it in that Perfect. game. Six goals. <laughs> exactly right. That's the best argument for it. I mean, so spot on. He's going, there's more teams. He's just going to have an absolute easy route to, to it. And, and it's because of how many, how youthful he is, how young. Look at, look at when Ronaldo and Messi, damn it. There it is. I had to say the name, but look at all these other greats that their first world cup, look how old they were. It started with a two, not Mbappe. So, a benefit to him 100 i think the more interesting thing to figure out if he's gonna tie or break is pele's world cup record three world cup wins yeah. i think that's more interesting the goal it's done and dusted it's done and dusted he and he's yeah. also close to breaking Giroud's record i think he's only like 10 goals off that the 51 for france yeah. those goals are going to get shattered and not just broken um but i think you know can he tie yeah. three world cups like pele or can he break, even break that? Um, it's it's buffering, right? It's doing something weird. The camera. The, the you would there? agree. Would would you agree that France are a team that every just a screen? Yeah, it looks like it's kind of rainy. It's like yeah. it's doing like a sort MacBook. of. My yeah. MacBook's being weird. But um, Mine I, think, too. I think I'm okay ever since now. an update. Yeah. Fuck, man. You see it? I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's being shitty. It's the it's the power. Do 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 do.
Hey yo. <laughs> I just saw your deck buzzard. I can, yep. Hey, yo. The NBA took away a second round pick from the New York Knicks for tamming with Jalen Brunson. Cool. Ooh. Yeah. For sure. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He'll have a great opportunity to do it. France is always going to be loaded with great players. Um, that game, though, man, that 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 game was tremendous. Uh, I just, it's so crazy how it came about. You know, with Argentina dominating pretty much the whole first half, a lot of kind of naysayers saying right up into that sixtieth, seventieth minute, hey, France have to do something here to make it a game. Mbappe shows exactly who he is. Um, it with the back and forth, the saves by Emmy. Um, it, it was, dude, the game could have, yeah. Yeah, the game could have ended at least, what, two, three different ways for both teams. And that's that's the craziest part. I think it's not recency bias, if you're willing to say it's the best World Cup final. Um, it's probably one of the best football matches I've ever seen in my life, uh, just because of the storyline. Yeah. It's up there. Ooh. Mm.
Yeah. Yeah. great great tournament um love to see what morocco was did and was capable of doing um the that yeah props to them incredible thank you for the showing um and yeah overall it was a it was a really really good tournament you know it, it allows for you if you just take away all the politics of the human rights and everything with qatar and the, the corruption behind it um i get it i get it it's a point also man fucking hell how have we gone this far without even bringing up rest in peace grand wall thank you for everything that you've done damn man yeah wonderful for what you brought to the football and soccer community i did yeah and i was one of the few that jumped to that horrible conclusion it's just a natural new yorker in me to be cynical and things that can possibly happen with seeing shit happen to other people and uh i thought negative thoughts obviously uh, that's why I'm not a person in power or any sort of political office, because had I been, we probably would have started World War Three off of an assumption. And uh, yeah, uh, it's just the truth, man. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. I mean, so the guy stands for for human rights and in an area that is obviously against all of that stuff and against it's for the oppression of women and women's rights. And all all you get mainly is. You know, you Americans, you aren't perfect either. And it's just like, yeah, you're right. But, you know, we're open to everything. And the way we got our bid for the World Cup is is kind of through a process like everyone else. But And that's when you start to get in a fine line of talking that corruption, right? Because I'm about to go into a spiel about we got the World Cup too, but, like, we're going to be embracing of anyone and everyone as long as you're not trying to hurt people. And the reason that why that doesn't work, that's a fine, by the way. The reason why that doesn't work is that it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, of course. <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's a sad thing that, that occurred the way he died. Um, just really, really sad and tragic, but I'll be interested to see how Metal Lark kind of pay a tribute um i will be watching the last thing he worked on uh, which is that docu-series about fifa and the corruption yep and then i'm actually two-thirds of, of done with the netflix uh documentary too that is a tremendous watch dude i'm talking about straight from the beginning of of the of the growth of, of fifa it is wild to see so uh really really cool but yeah, overall, the tournament was awesome, man. I loved every bit of it. The drama, uh, happy with the results. Um, you know, wish U.S. could have did more, but, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, do you want to touch on 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 the on the Gio Reyna uh, controversy? I think that's yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's hard to disagree. Brian, it's so hard to disagree with the concept that in our lifetime, we're not going to get a real opportunity to win the World Cup. It really is hard to disagree with that because if you look at what, there's so many things that are needed right to be able to get it done. It's not like club where you have those three phases like I've talked about before. This is more of just a manager willing to find the pieces that he has, right? Um, unless you're France and you can recruit, but every other country has to deal with you know who they have and what they do. In that regard, you are like a bill parcels you're not going out there and cook and just getting the ingredients and cooking the meals you're just cooking the meals based on what you have and it takes generations for the dutch and france and england and spain and germany to be a powerhouse because right now the next thomas muller is already eight years old and when he becomes 35 the next that kid is already eight for us in the u.s perspective we had landon donovan and while landon donovan was doing his thing christian pulisic was at that young age but right now we don't know where that next gap is and before landon donovan there was a huge gap between him and Shit, I can't even think of a quality player before him. Um, the Steven guy was really good. Uh, I forget his last name. Was it Moore? Um, but uh, it's... who? Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Fucking hell. I can't believe you said that name. Freddie Adu sighting. <laughs> Dude, it's... it's And funny, Grant, Grant Wall covered him. That was such a crazy thing. Grant Wall covered Freddie Adu. But I, it's, you're so accurate. 
America will not have an opportunity. Uh, semifinals to say as an American USA will be one game away. If we can win this to get to a world cup, that is our world cup final right there. It really is. That's kind of the cap. That would be amazing. Um, and maybe this upcoming tournament. Yeah, I agree. We have a good chance. <laughs> that scumbag man also just real quick with, with the world cup being in four years from now and it's going to be north american brace yourself now for the narrative that we're not oh, oh it's a home it's a home world cup it's a home world cup if we get stuck having to play in canada it's not home for us if we have to go down to mexico it is. There are games in Mexico, Guadalajara. There's going to be games in Toronto. There's going to be games in uh, Vancouver. And then America has Atlanta, uh, Nashville, um, Miami. Um, um, I think somewhere out there in California, maybe Los Angeles. So like New York. So there's going to be different locations. And and United States has the majority of sites. But I'm just saying right now, I want to say it for the record. If we end up in Mexico or Canada for the group stage, don't come at me about this is this is not some fucking home tournament thing. We still have to travel too. Like, unless it's in Atlanta. If it's in the A, it's a wrap. Yeah, home core, baby. We're Gucci. So true. So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Um, the old guy with two uh, two torn ACLs. Yep. Well, what what I want is a clarification as to what the plan is moving forward. I think we need to sit down and have some structure and clear objectives as to how he's going to do the culture. Because clearly, clearly, this is a wrong on his part. And there's no 
disputing it. For one, you come in, like you said, and you note that the player's coming in with a preconceived notion that Bohalter is telling him, hey, your minutes are going to be a little bit limited here. One, what the fuck is that? Two, your second issue is that because in training, you're not seeing the, the level that you expect from him, which, hey, by the way, that's completely capable of you having that opinion and critique because you are in the training. You are running that training. I get that wholeheartedly. No issue with that. The issue that I have, you piece of shit, is that you think you're are capable of now taking that player that is not necessarily playing well in a funk and you want to now make him apologize to the rest of the club. That is emphatically horrible because it's one of two things. If he's just not playing well and the effort is there, that's fine. If there's a lack of effort, you sit down and have that conversation. But to make him apologize, and you've had other players come out, Matt Turner, for one, from Arsenal, has come out and said, it really was just not that big of a deal. We addressed it. We heard it. We were appreciative. But all of us, for the majority of the locker room, were pretty much like, we have a goal here. There are more important things. Mute point, Bert Holter. You have your the own players that are saying, dude, this is kind of not needed. Let's go. We have a mission. Mistake number two. Mistake number three, dipshit. You decide to go on a podcast. Awesome. No problem. Thank you for, and we're appreciative of hearing your perspective from a different view. I would have maybe liked a different approach too. You want to open up and make it more a little lighthearted, which is what coaches always want, by the way. They want softball passes. Softball throws questions to them. They want that shit to be super soft. Ask me about my shoes. That's why I wear nice ones, Brian. Don't ask me about my tactics. Ask me about those random J's that I've paid over 3K for. That's what I want to talk about. So he wants you to... Yeah, exactly. So that bum decides to bring up his... You know, talk about that stuff. Go on Twitch. Do it like a Luis Enrique. Do something, a spin. Do Add something different. Make it more fun. No, no, sir. You know what you do? You double down on your axe and try to justify and kind of flop your feathers, spread your wings like a peacock and try to just talk a little bit more insight into your tactics and style. And what do you say? I'm not going to name a particular player, but you know, this particular player, um, he wasn't playing well and, you know, we bring it up and, and, we talk about it, and we just knew that that player, we weren't getting enough about him. And, and all his teammates kind of respected that. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you, the manager, being the one bringing this type of conversation up? That is not something you want to be bragging about and leaking about. You also had a situation with the injury, right? He comes out and says that, the well, he's injured. Gio says, no, actually, I'm not. The left hand don't know what the right hand's doing. Now everyone looks like a moron. Borholter dropped the ball with this shit, man. And he needs to have some answers for it. Because Gio Reyna is a talented player. It is a prima donna. He's a prime, he's a, uh, a Deion Sanders, look at me, Louie. Which he's not. Maybe he is. He comes into the locker room wearing gold chains and Tims and says he's stomping anybody out who wants to step to him. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Guess what? None of that fucking matters. Manage egos. Manage players. That's what you do. That's what we're asking you to do. You can't. You don't want to deal with that? You don't want to handle that? Get out, old man. 
We'll find a young coach who can handle it and do it. In fact, I can find old men older than you that can handle younger people. I'm looking at you, Jose Mourinho. He's perfectly really good to be able to handle, handle youthful players. Does it all the time. He puts them in their place. But you know what the difference is? It's Jose Mourinho, you fuck. He can do those things. Burkholter doesn't have that opportunity. Now, Mourinho will never entertain it, but of course not. I just, I, it's it's a completely botched job by him, man, and I'm really disappointed for it. At the very least, I think we need answers as to what the culture is going to be like moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have the sheets here. I have not gone through the breakdown. So if we want to do, yeah, if we want to do predictions and what I'll do is, or for like the upcoming games, what I'll do is I'll add those points so that once the this next round of uh, Prem games on, on Boxing Day, we'll have all the points tallied. Sure is. Yes, uh, we play tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I'm so happy you asked. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Hammer back. Oh, uh, Termin, the Terma, or Kolomunai, and God back. Yeah. Uh, Kolomunai. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Per Per Romain Molina. Benjamin Pavard made several remarks from the bench or in training to his teammates during the French uh, squad in the World Cup. Very tense words between him and Didier Deschamps right as the negative atmosphere reached its climax in the loss. Are you Brian or Bry out on Benjamin Pavard coming to the Premier League? Reminder, he had a banger of a goal four years ago in that world. Or actually Euros two years ago. Uh, when 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 France was in it, would you be a fan of that right back coming to the Prem? And if so, what team do you like for him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out. Oh. Antoine Griezmann and Hugo Lloris were hap were not happy with Kareem Benzema when he was announced back to the French squad. If you were the French manager, would you have brought in Kareem Benzema? You bry in or bry out Benzema playing for you? Great point. Holy shit. I didn't even really think about it until you just said that. That's a great point. He didn't miss. Yeah. Good body, for sure. Uh, Kolo Mulai. Yeah. Mwani. Is it Mwani? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
are you Brian or are you Brian out on a free transfer for N'Golo Conte? Because Barcelona are Brian. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Eric Ten Hag has told Cody Capco that he sees him as the perfect replacement for Cristiano Ronaldo at Manchester United. And he could even take the number seven shirt. Are you Brian or Bry out? Cody making the move now. <laughs> I can't believe you said Brian just because he's overrated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. The situation crumbles for the wingers and all of that should he show up because Sancho is already in his feelings as we speak. The moment that signature happens and Sancho's just probably going to go keep training. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's, but that's the thing that I know I don't want to have the Jude conversation because he's probably the, the 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 best piece out there that's pretty warranted. But I don't see how it's feasible for Madrid to do it just because your midfield, you play a 4-3-3 infamously. You have Tushimeni, Valverde, 
um, Modric and uh, Kamavinga. Like, you actually start... Anto- yeah, Anthony Cruz, which he's old, but... Cool. Cruz is at the end. He's done. He's teams are looking at some of the Premier League teams. In fact, City. I think there's conversation because we were always uh, Pep and Cruz always liked one another about who can potentially come. Nothing really big of it, but it would be on a free, kind of similar to how we got Gundogan. Like that move was actually the first signing for Pep. Pep was just like, yeah, that's the guy I want. Get it done even before the co- the, the coaching contract was signed. So like, there's that. But you already play a four four or 4-3-3, and you actually start Valverde on the wing so you can fit Moldrick, Tushimeni, and Kamavinga. How is Jude Bellingham going to fit in that midfield? I just don't understand. Cruz moves on. He's on the bench. That's fine. You're So one of those great young star players is going to be okay with a squad rotational role, not buying it. So that's my two cents on that. All right, we're down to our last five, Brian. The president of the Portuguese Federation, only wants Jose Mourinho to succeed Fernando Santos. Now, he is even willing to let him continue managing Roma while he's the manager of the national team. Are you Brian and Bry out have given one man all that power? <laughs> Basically, yeah, which is a dope. It's awesome. I love that shit. oh my lord that would be absolutely incredible just to see the mind shift some of these you're gonna like as of maybe 30 minutes ago the agent of dusan blahoyevic has been quoted as saying with the recent moves of Juventus and everything being obvious and coming to light, don't expect expect nothing to be a surprise should we maybe decide to make a move. Would you be Brian or Bry out on you personally, Arsenal, trying to sign Dusan Vlahojevic? Mm-hmm. It could be, it could be really cheap. 
It could be really cheap. Yeah. Matthias Cunha has signed to the Wolves from Atletico Madrid for a loan with an obligation to buy, which is interesting because it's pretty much saying we don't got the money right now, but we promise you we got it later. That's like a true loan situation right there. Like it's truly, okay. We're not paying you right now, but at the end of the year, we're giving you, I think, 30 or 40 million, million for him. Are you Brian or Brian out on Matthias Cunha being worth a loan like that kind of deal? And if so, do you take him at Arsenal? Mm. Mm. Sure do. Are you, and I'm going to combine the last two because I think it's kind of fitting. Isco on a free or Alex McAllister and you have to pay some good money for him from Brighton. Are you Brian or Brian out? Either of those. 50? Here, here's the other thing you got to keep in mind, too. Let, and I'm sure you're looking up the contract details now. The other team in the mix right now, Brian, is Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid are infamously a team that is just cheap as shit. If they're in the mix, it's got to be because they actually have a realistic chance of, or they think they have a realistic chance of signing them. I would tell me you can probably get them for maybe 15 to 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What I what I think is crazy is there's no question I agree. Those three are the probably the more valuable. I saw Galcelo was linked with Liverpool. Um Gersard has been linked to so he's on the three years left. Yeah. 
From a business perspective, it's always important to note that they want to capitalize on the majority. They want to capitalize as much as they can on him, right? But the important number is to know what did they spend for him? They only spent seven million, my guy. So I think twenty-three million dollar profit, and you pay and you get thirty for him. Brighton, Brighton are not a big club to be spending. And here's the other thing to keep in mind. You've you've hit the nail on the head. You, I get you got full agreement with me. Those are the three assets that can go. But I'm looking at this Premier League table right now, and I'm thinking Brighton are competing. So, so what are we doing in January? Are we looking to actually get rid of some of these guys? I just I I find some of this a little bit more difficult right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Oh yeah. Did you get that from that uh from that Tifo football uh like how the World Cup is going to affect the Premier League in the second half because I Okay, I watched a crazy video and I might send it to you about the minutes from all of the main clubs in the, or from all the clubs in the Premier League and yeah, City, I was like, wow, holy shit. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
both teams go for it. Uh, and I mean, go for it by just the eye aesthetically, what you're going to see with the lineups, Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland, Riyad Mahrez are all going to start. Um, those three in itself, those three in itself, personally, I see them playing and I think to myself, okay, we got to win. You can't start Kevin Erling and, and Riyadh and not try to go for it. Um, problem is, Mohamed Salah, Firmino, um, Carvajal, uh, all, all of them are starting as well. So it's 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 going to be a doozy. Um, I don't give a fuck what the result is. I hope nobody gets hurt. Um, my back line is probably not all fully going to be there, and that's okay. Um, and I'm just looking forward to seeing my club go out there and play. I love, now that I'm looking at the scheduling, I love that we're using this Liverpool game as a warm-up before the real true test is against Leeds because Leeds is the one to where that's the one I give a shit about. Everything else, tomorrow, no injuries for both teams. That's all I ask. And get the fuck out of the Carabella Cup. Let Derby County or someone win it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm no. Well, I, actually, I'm predicting a. I, if I have to put a prediction down, I think it is going to be a loss. I think they have better starters, better true starters going into the game compared to City. Like my back line is truly going to be development players. I'm fairly confident. Sergio Gomez, I left back, which my thoughts on him from the moment of the transfer has been completely down. I mean, I'm happy he's been training this whole time, but this guy. Um, I, I, we're starting from the bottom again. Like, just don't give up a red card and tomorrow's a success for him. So all, yeah, just defensively. And now that I think, yeah, we're definitely losing Sergio Gomez and Mohamed Salah matched up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Salah's eating Liverpool win tomorrow. hundred percent now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah, he's ready. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is going to be so good.
Sure do. I sure do. This is per the sporting news. Let's see. You got it? Heck yeah, I'm looking at them right now. They look tremendous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fuck no no way he plays he has until i will yeah i believe he has to, to by a certain by a certain day in december he has to give his official statement to the premier league based on the new uh accounts that they found him there's no way he plays no way he plays The heat. 
Dude, he plays, and I want. Pete Pete Rose needs to be immediately stuck into the Hall of Fame. What are we doing? How could you be accused of over X amount of counts of betting, sports gambling? What's the what's the point? What, what, what laws? What rules? Are, what's the point of the fucking rules then? Well, okay, cool. so i'm just it's social media and twitter is a wonderful thing this is incredible he has broken 232 alleged breaches of betting rules over a four-year period the example that they've used before is for someone who broke 37 counts of betting. This person was given a six-month ban for making 30, 37 bets. So this guy has done four years worth of betting. I wonder how long they're going to give him. Um, Yeah, he has until Thursday the 24th to though that date doesn't even match up that's weird because thursday is not the 24th uh he's got to respond and yeah I, I so he's playing and i love it because i would love to see the spurs get absolutely demolished on boxing day um oh. Christmas all over. Christmas all over. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh you know, Frank has some boys ready up in the go. And we've seen it already. They've been up and down. Maybe they kind of use this drama, whatever, to kind of spice it up. And you've hit the nail on the head. Some of these teams are looking at all the teams that have put out major players, and they're really up for it. And we'll get to a couple of these other ones, but I'm going to have Brentford with the win for sure. Yes. Um,
Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, Brentford, I can't speak too intelligently to the how many people that they play for internationally. We'll talk about Leeds when we get there, but, I mean, Aronson, Tyler Adams, those guys actually played and had their little thing and they came back. I feel like those guys are kind of like the engine to Leeds. Um, it, it, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really fun. Boxing Day is going to be – so that next game too. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um are we doing predictions for this game? I'm going I'm going three to I'm going three to one Brentford. Yep. It's such a safe bet, too, because you know this motherfucker's addicted to this shit. This man's got to be betting on himself. Uh -huh. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going I'm spicing this up immediately. I completely agree that the derby in itself is going to kind of make it all crazy and it's going to be a great game, rivalry game. Um I got Zaha scoring in this one, for one. And for two, I got Crystal Palace slapping the shit out of Fulham. I got it being, I got it being four to one. I got Crystal Palace and those French boys coming out like, yo, we can play. We haven't done shit in a while. Let's go. So I got four to one uh, Crystal Palace. And I got Ivan Tony scoring, or Ivan Tony, uh, Zaha scoring a goal.
Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong, but I'm going to fucking, it's the second half of the year, and if I, I have to go with somebody who's going to fuck me over here, I haven't learned my lesson with the Wolves yet. I, I've stayed away from Everton. I don't think they're going to score shit. I'm going 1-0 Wolves somehow, some way. It might be an own goal. There's there's going to be something to where it just gets through, but it's going to be a shit game. This has snooze fest written all over it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, both of these teams are so bad. Also, side note: Solomon Rondon has ex has uh, ended his contract on mutual terms with Everton. So Rondon is not even on the roster. They sold his ass. Go home. Here's the rest of whatever you want to get paid. Goodbye. Basically. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good pick. Um, 
I got Newcastle coming out and continuing what they've been doing. Leicester. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely worried. Uh Almiron, if we're gonna be doing the Holland's been resting and ready to eat, Almiron, who's just got done being player of the month, is fucking doing the same damn thing. So we should be as worried about him because he's been in form. So I got I got Newcastle slapping him. I got Newcastle slapping him three nothing. And it could be in Leicester. I don't think it's gonna matter because Eddie Howe has got this team rocking. And if anything, some of these clubs have built even more camaraderie because Bruno Grimaldi was doing his thing. You didn't have him there, but during these training, you guys were building around without him there. Just adding him and seeing the development afterwards, it's a, and then adding him, say when he plays a, a bigger team like Arsenal. Yeah, I, I'm scary times right now for a team like Newcastle. I got it to be a three nothing Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This already makes the second time in our pick so far and coming back for the second half of the year that you are taking a score from me and I'm exactly thinking like you're thinking. I actually wholeheartedly agree, and I'm going to double down a little bit further. Brighton, Brighton are actually going to be, from a player perspective, are going to really not be all in it because some of them are wondering, man, am I leaving in the next couple of weeks? Because it's January and they can buy, I can get bought for 30. Like, can I just move? McAllister's not going to be there, but Garcelle's going to be there. Estupion's going to be there. Uh, Chusard's going to be there. So some of these teams, some of these players are going to be there. This ass whooping, it's going to be a reality check for Brighton. You mentioned some of these clubs and start of the new year. It could be a chance to kind of maybe pick up, but also kind of be a reality check for some of the things. Brighton's going to be one of them. The start of the downfall for Brighton, I think, happens with this potential game with Southampton. I'm going to go one nothing. Actually, no, no, no I lied. I'm going to go 2-1 to one, uh, Southampton. I think we'll... I'll even go take it a step further. I got Trissard scoring. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. To go pick. So you got Ivan, Tony, and Muhammad Salah. <laughs> he's 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 got at least six game parlays on on fucking Boxing Day. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Brian, it's really hard. Yeah, it, it's really hard for me to even try to comprehend the notion that Villa can come out of here with a win. Um, for for another major point, Coutinho's rumored to want an end of contract at Villa, and he's rumored to want to go back to Brazil and play for a club back there. So, yeah, you're losing a potential uh, Brazilian there who's kind of really good player, more of a focal point for you in the first part. Now with Unai, you don't really know from a culture standpoint what Unai is going to try to bring in. You'd imagine that they're going to try to be a little active during this upcoming window. So I'm going to go with Poole slapping him. I'm going to go with a 3-0 victory. Um, yeah, I, I got Poole all over it. They, they got the game in hand. They're probably going to beat City. They're going to feel some confidence to them. And this game protect, in particular is going to have every Liverpool back in the whole notion. We just beat City. We just got Villa in the, in the league. We're back, baby. All of that narrative is 100% coming in uh, after this win, which is wild because it's fucking Villa. Mm-hmm. No, no, agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. Great lettuce though. Great lettuce. Yeah, great lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got Tony, Salah, and Odegaard. Two one. David Moyes. David Moyes is a cancer to positive football. And there's no way that Arsenal are going to start off the second half of this campaign with any sort of close game to a team that doesn't even want to fucking attack. West Ham are completely outmatched. Declan Rice better be there. Because if he ain't, Odegaard is eating that entire squad up. Declan is the only chance that they have for any sort of sustainable glue defensively in their in their in their back third. So he better be there. And if he ain't, it's a wrap. So as of right now, I'm going 3-0 Arsenal. You have so much creativity. You're gonna be amped up because you guys want it. You know how important it is, the back half. Miguel and them boys are going to be ready. I got it 3-0. Yeah, he's... <laughs> I, uh, I don't... Arsenal are so diverse that I don't want to go with a goal scorer here. I got one spot left. I went with Zaha, Jassard. I'll probably pick be a homer and pick a city player. But I don't... I just don't know... I've seen enough of Eddie to know I, I he's shaky too. I, I, I it's not it's obviously it's hard to fight that because you want it for him. He has the activity. He's obviously learning from from Gabby in training. Put pressure on those defenders and really try to get in there and be a poacher. I love it. I love it. Um, it's just too young to really see that finishing. So I don't know.
All right. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, I think, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, especially when. So seeing him score does so much more than just getting a point in the game, but it just gives a comfort and a, and a confidence in the rest of the club that when Gabby's not here, we can still get that pressure and energy, but we're not lacking from a lethal perspective. And yeah, it's a little bit of a drop. We can be realistic. That's fine. That's okay. The energy isn't, the, the morale of the team isn't like, oh, I'm going to got to dump this off. Like I could truly tell you right now, the year before Sterling left, there were times when we would get fed the ball and there's not a single City fan that were like, fuck. All of us were just like, oh, oh, oh man, this is, uh, he's going to fuck it up somehow. And it always he would. So it's just... That confidence, that that aura of, oh, my God, he's got the ball. Everyone's licking their chops. We know it's about to go in the back of the net. It'd be nice to see backups getting that support of love because you're going to need that in this in this push for, for, for winning the Prem. So, yeah, that that's – I still don't see how you even have West Ham scoring a goal. I mean, your back line. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Ramsdale starts, right? Yeah, he's got to. The English boys are back. I know that. Oh, he did? Good, good, good. I think Potter is... Going to be in some serious trouble if he loses this game, which is why I think I have I have to go, I have to go with the Chelsea victory because I think as much as my heart wants the opposite, my mind tells me I think Potter's a little too good to kind of start off with such a horrible horrible start to the second half of the year. I'm going two nothing to Chelsea, and I just don't trust any of those players too. I'd say Raheem or maybe Obama Yang, but I don't um, I don't trust it. Yeah, 2-0 Chelsea. Uh, it'll be a good game. Bournemouth are going to have some opportunities. I think they're going to shoot themselves on the foot and either hit the post, fuck up the last pass. Someone's first touch is going to be shit, and we're going to be sitting there like, come on, close it, just finish. It's not going to happen. 2-0 Chelsea for me.
Love it. I went to new. I went to new. Own goal, Thiago Silva. <laughs> he is a bum. <laughs> oh. Ronaldo. <laughs> Three one. Uh, I'm gonna go with two no United. I'm gonna go with the same score line that they had against Burnley. Obviously they played pretty well tonight. Whatever. Ball dominating is what I saw quickly. I saw some stat that they had possession crazy. So good for them. Um yeah, it's Burnley. It's Burnley. Like, what are we doing? I can't even speak intelligently what, what Vinny's doing over there, but it's it's Burnley, like, and it's Vincent Company in his first managerial job. Like, come on. So uh two no to two United. Forests are gonna shit the bed. And I don't know what the hell to make of this Nottingham Forest team. A complete horrible opportunity to get promoted and you do this shit by changing your entire roster. I don't know. Maybe they built this is a true preseason for them and maybe Nottingham Forest are hearing this and they're like, okay, we're going to shit on them. Please give me another Christmas. I would love to see it until I actually see it. Yeah, I would love it if they come out and just shit on them. But I don't. I, I There's no way I can go into that. So I'm going 2-0 uh, United. Yeah.
it's the start of what Pep wants, which is a strong, strong second half to the season. And um, Holland's been rested. There, There's one name that I'm looking at in these first two games, and I'm expecting huge, huge games out of this particular player. This particular player didn't have a great first start of the season. This particular player during the World Cup break was linked possibly out in the next year or two. Yes, you sure can. Uh, this this particular player saw his spot taken because of his lack of ability to track back and his um, defensive uh, uh, help and engagement. Um, this player is a quality player and a quality signing. When we signed him, it was uh, outsiders would say, oh, this is just a rich getting richer. But really, it was a sound move and it was a really, really cheap price and People should be questioning why they didn't actually try to go for it themselves. Um, I wasn't happy with him in particular. Um, there were things that he did that made me feel like he wasn't all in. And he spent the last month training, doing his thing, getting right. Uh, you want to take your shot? Spot on. Yeah, he, he's he got to show me that he still has that championship will. Um, or we're going to ship your ass to PSG for the largest amount that they want. Uh, and it starts now with Liverpool tomorrow. He's going to start him and Holland. Holland is feasting, and this is going to be another opportunity for him to go. I have a feeling we're going to slide in. The English boys will be back, which means John Stones, Jack Grealish, and Kyle Walker will be starting against Leeds. Um I'm very, very, very confident about. I'm more confident about Leeds than I am against Liverpool. Um, I think I think we're gonna slap the shit out of them. I'm going four to one, uh, City, and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a goal by Jack Grealish. Man, what a scoundrel, Gareth. What a scoundrel. Yeah. He did so good, you got an extension to your job. Congratulations, sir. That's stupid. God, they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. I am.
do you feel like yeah mm. see i think there will be a goal in the first half and i actually think that i i think there's an opportunity for us to go down one nil at the half um i i think yeah, we're so we're still we're still rocky in my mind until i start to see defensively a consistent we it was it was a rotating door with our center backs it was always a question mark about who was starting Kyle Walker was out for the majority of that first season first half so we knew Jao and we knew a, a right back was going to be a center back out of position that's what we knew. It was either going to be a Kanji or John Stones or Ja was going to be over and Sergio Gomez starts at left. I mean, there's so much shit that we were doing. Or Nathan Ake was going at left and then we put Jal over at right back. So, like, the other thing is Nathan Ake or Amaric Laporte are leaving at the end of the year. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, Nathan Ake was flirting with Chelsea hard before the summer window ended. And... I'd, for whatever reason, Gavardial and City are linked, and we have no problem spending the money for him. And he's young. Oh, it's a hundred plus, of course. He's fucking twenty two, twenty three, and he's a World Cup World Cup player. He started for Croatia. He was actually the most minutes played for Croatia. It's fucking insane. So he's he's a great player, and he had a goal, a great header. Uh, he's a good player. I'm I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't doubt his ability. I think there is potential if any of these rumors are true in the long run, we're gonna go to a three in the back. That is the rumor that I'm hearing. And the reason is because I like the idea of having Alvarez and Holland start together. I love that idea. So five two. So we flood the midfield. Um we'll have the wing backs of Jao and Kyle. Both of them already fucking play wing back. So the notion that we like it's from from a structural standpoint, we're not doing anything different. Jow's still up. Kyle's still up. It's just who's tucked in. The double pivot I also think is coming. I think we've seen enough from Arsenal to really, really say double pivots work. If you have a, a people up front who can really press and attack and the speed is there. So a double pivot would be really, really nice to see. Um I don't know. A lot of changes. I think this is honestly, this is the start of just the main, the main reason I'm about to say what I'm about to say is because I think Tyler Adams is going to be tired. And I think Tyler Adams is the main thing that makes Leeds go. I could be completely wrong. He also vacate. He didn't even go back to the States, by the way. He vacationed out in, uh, where did he go? Um, somewhere in Asia. Uh, he was playing soccer with, with some kids on one of those Asian islands, Cambodia, I think it was something like that. So he went to Cambodia, chilled out there and then went straight back to England. So it'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think this is the start of just city trying to just get dominant again, especially with pool already under their bucket. At, I'm, I'm going to go look it up. I'm going to go look it up. I want to see who we play after we play pool and what are the results? Because I don't think we've, ever drop the ball after playing a, a t a, whoever we play after Liverpool.
<laughs> Just another shot at Burke Harthler, man. He's trash, bro. He's trash. <sighs> hashtag trade julius randall is out there and trending um get at it look after it uh yeah i sent my mini bots out of india on it today paid about i think about 1500 phones to start trending um trade julius randall uh, I want to make sure I get as much negative slander as I can as possible during the all-star situation, all the voting and shit for him. So I kind of try to balance the odds. So it's really, really cheap. You can get some good spam bots this time of year. Uh, India um, and the Middle East. Middle East will offer some really great pricing too. So hashtag trade uh, Julius Randall is out there. Please like, um, get some comments on there. Um, add to it as well. Let me know what you want out of them. Uh, rest in peace, Grant Wall. And is Derek Jeter the new GM for the New York Yankees? Can I get excited about this? Why was he at the press conference and why was he so dressed good looking? What part of the deal did he have to this? Why did he pull a Scott Boris and require himself to be a part of the podium? What's going on there? Holy shit. Holy shit. Don't do that. Lions in Texas. Lions in Texas. Shut the front door. Oh, my God. He's a switch hitter. He's a switch hitter. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck you do dude um not for brian reynolds man i'm sorry not for brian reynolds uh Peraza, 
if I had to pick one. Jason Dominguez, I have no problem with letting go of Jason Dominguez, but Jason Dominguez goes for a yes. Yes. That's exactly right. I need I need a cornerstone 100% revolutionary type player because I think that is the ceiling for Jason Dominguez. That guy, that kid, he's a Martian, bro. He is ridiculous. Now, I know we've had plenty of those come through the ranks in all different types of teams, right? But I see hype like him, like Bryce Harper was getting hype when he was knocking balls out of the stadium when he was playing in Las Vegas at 16 years old. I remember distinctively reading the article that he literally hit a ball outside of the stadium. He was 16 years old and he was playing against like 19 and unders. Like it was crazy. So I'm seeing that same hype. Um, Peraza, that's the one. Let go of him for Reynolds. Yeah. Yep. Quentin Grimes is unavailable tonight against the Raptors. If we can get this quality win, it would be huge. We win this and Julius Randle plays well. I'm buying more bots tomorrow to trade Julius Randle. Every good game he has, the stock gets higher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Never know what Tibbs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's go. Rest in peace, Grand Wall. <laughs> 